Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to the Clicking Balls 2017 season primer for the St Kilda Saints. Uh, my name's Heath, and with me, as always, is Brenton G'day. and Josh. Yep. And we've got our special guest, our Melbourne expert, but he stayed on for St Kilda, Ricky. How you doing, Ricky? Yeah, good. I'm being a Melbourne supporter, I'm pretty sure that makes me an expert on St Kilda as well. Ab- absolutely. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, luckily, my best mate is St Kilda supporter, so this one's always like uh, our, our St Kilda correspondent <laughs> down in the South Australian area of uh, Australia. So this one's an easy one for me to do. <laughs> the South Australian area of Australia. Yeah, yeah, fuck that one up. <laughs> Never mind, and uh, thanks, Gaz, for his essay that he's uh, written into us on the Saints. But uh, look at 2016 first. They had 12, 12 wins and finished ninth. Uh, it was a little bit unfortunate, I think, in rounds 21 and 22. They just couldn't get over the line to make round 23 the make or break um, to make finals. Uh, it was already already decided. But how, how would you see their 2016? Well, I found it was uh, struggling to be consistent across four quarters. Because they had some games where they just let the teams get too far ahead for the first half. And then their resiliency was actually really impressive. Like that was, I think that was a standout, yeah. the key point of, of their... Something they could take out of 2016 was their resilience. So you've got a team there that's not going to give up. It's just a matter of having that game plan that changes across those four quarters so you can stay in the competition and not just give up huge leads at the start. Well, they were one not-15 call away from playing finals. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Hawthorne yeah. fucking screwed them over. Yeah, in round four. <laughs> Ten, and Hey, it was still one hey, win they needed. Paddy McCartan kicks straight, we don't bother. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you could say Essendon fucked them over by giving them Carlisle and then they on the bench for, for a season two. Well, to be honest, that hurt. I mean, Definitely. Um, Essendon deserved it, but I mean... Oh, well... I wonder if uh, he doesn't have to serve his uh, his, uh, five-game suspension for doing the coke in Vegas. That kind of went away, remember that? Yeah, let's be honest. I think they've just forgotten about that. (laughs) I think they have gone, you know what, mate? You've said it. It might be penalty enough playing him. Yeah, yeah, it's been a slow build the last couple of years since Richardson took over um, at uh, at, at the Saints. And and I think, what would you say, Josh? They finished 14th up to 9th or 12th up to 9th? In consecutive years, or, or thereabouts? 14th and 9th. Um, and just as, a, as an idea of the turnaround, I was just reminded that uh, at the start of uh, 2015, David King, who's not not the brightest pundit, but not the worst, uh, suggested that they'd be struggling to win a game. So he turned out to be quite wrong. Yeah. But um, it, it's just... There's a, many other I, shit teams around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? But uh, they got six wins in 2015, so yeah. he was wrong six times. But uh, it just shows the sort of uh, aura around St Kilda at that stage where there wasn't a lot of expectation. Well, six wins 2015, 12 wins this year, so they're due for 24 wins this year. Yeah. It would seem so, yeah. yeah. Gonna get, but I like the way Richo went about it as well. I think he did what needed to be done a long time ago with St Kilda and yeah. just put in that 
I mean, it's not a, a rebuild. It's just uh, almost a revolution of what their, their theory of recruiting and keeping players on was because yeah. hold on to people who were very uh, valued club um, uh, players but not feeling a role in their future. So yeah. I think they've cleared out that and the recruiting and their ability to set up draft picks for the future has been probably second to none. And we- get the most out of their veterans. Like, I, honestly, in 2015, I thought Revolt was done. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've I- called it many times and he yeah. just keeps on bouncing back. Like, put him out to start already. Jesus. I think he's got a, he's got a couple of kids. I don't know if he's got any Does boys he? yet. Yeah. But he needs to work yeah, on that. Trying. Nah, he's yeah. got a boy. He's got a boy. Yeah. 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 Um, but when it came to the rebuild for the Saints, they got value, I think, out of like trading on Goddard and Del Santo, um, yeah. you know, sold at the right time. Whereas you, you look at, you know, we've got Hawthorne and North Melbourne sitting here where our club legends essentially went for nothing. Well, literally nothing when it went to um, um, North. I'm still not over that. Yeah. I, Frito, Del Santo, Petrie. Yeah, I can I can understand moving them on, but I'm, I'm still hoping Boomer comes back. Yeah, he's but, trying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll have a look at the Saints there uh, off-season. They've said goodbye to one more legend, and, and that was Sam Fisher. Um, I always liked Sam Fisher because he was undersized, and uh, the Saints have been screaming out for a tall backman for, it feels like, a decade. Yep. Um, and they haven't had one, and he's had to play that role. Yeah, and I mean, well, they got Carlisle in who could, who could fill in that role and takes the seat out. Also, Hugh Goddard, they were trying to get him into a... A key backman role, but it's always tough to, for him to get a role, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I think they've, they've rectified that. But Sam Fisher is a servant of the club um, yep. for you know well over 10 years and uh, uh, cold time. Um, it's going to be interesting how that back line works without him because he was the general down there as, as much as anything. Yeah, well, it's always going to be tight. Well, it was very obvious that they had a hole in their back line that they just couldn't fill. And yeah. they had Goddard there, uh, Brennan Goddard, for a while. But he's still better off if you can push him down the field a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. but now they're starting at a pretty tight contest for the, their back line, which is just going to be handy. But also it's going to tighten up some spots as well. So they've got to, going to have the luxury of, of people fighting for positions, whereas before they were trying to find people to fill positions. Um, the other out I've got written down here is Eli Templeton, who was almost there. It seemed his career was almost there. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, they've uh, let him go in the off-season as well. He was the uh, Dyson Heppel without the skills, wasn't he? A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But yep. it, they always said, oh, yeah, he'd show flashes of it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to be something. Yeah. And then it'd be next week, uh, an ordinary game, back to the VFL. Yeah. All about the hair. All about the hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, on their ends, uh, St Kilda continue their tradition to try and get every jack in the league. Yeah. So they've got Jack Steele across um, from GWS, yep. um, which has pissed off anybody else that wanted a jack and also Carlton. Yeah. Well, it's a great little pickup because he's known for his hard and underwork and tested possessions yep. was one of his um, fortes. And so that allows them to free up like, the likes of Weller to play an outside playmaking role. Plus, take some pressure off Armitage and um, the rest of their midfield. So I, I think he's one to, to watch this season. And Kobe Stevens, who's uh, another um, handy addition, um, yep. not going to be a star, but if he's your, you know, your nineteenth yeah. or twentieth best player, yep. you're going to be happy enough. Yeah, exactly. With a name like Kobe, surely he's got a basketball background. One can only hope. Um, <laughs> with a name like Stevens, maybe he grew up around dairy farms. Don't know what Stevens has got to do with dairy farms, but it fits in with the rest of the, the narrative. Um, and when you're talking key backmen, they got uh, Nathan Brown across from Collingwood. Yeah, um, who's handy. Oh, I, I quite like Nathan Brown. He's an honest player. Um, oh, definitely. He's not going to uh, dominate or contend for all Australian, but yeah. he's going to, you know, a key four that would kick 10 goals is probably going to kick five on him. Yeah, well, I mean, with uh, Carlisle coming back in and you've got Brown coming across and um, you've got uh, Sam Gilbert and Sean Dempster who are going to be a bit iffy to fill these roles now, which is going to be candy. Well, yeah, Gilbert needs pressure. 
because um, he can make some of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> um, also, they got their rookie, Ben Long, who apparently has been playing well. Um, he's one to watch. Uh, okay. They don't know if... Um, I think he won a, a flag with Footscray in the VFL. I did, uh, really? Last year, yeah, yeah. So coming out of some momentum, he's someone that is to keep your eye on as well. What about little uh, Savage? I don't mind him down the back line there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I mean. They've finally got the position now where they can have people comp- competing for spots down the back line instead of having to pull people out of their back line. And this should allow uh, Robertson to be able to free it up because we went to watch yeah. lots of Saints games last time. Robertson was a bit of a liability when he had to be a key backman. Yeah. Like he finally got lost a bit. But now I think that'll allow him to play across half, half back line and, and push forward, which is a role we've seen that is uh, pretty much mandatory to be able to match up against teams like Bulldogs and, and the fast-running teams, Port Adelaide and Frio and, and things like that. Frio fast running still, you think? No, uh, well, they've, they've recruited fast little players. Yeah. Just kind of like uh, St Kilda have two. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I like the comparison. And obviously, St Kilda supporters are going to like giving it to Frio because of the Ross line. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> of course. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be good matchups when they play Frio this year. Yeah. Um, looking at 2017, their double ups are Melbourne, West Coast, North Richmond, and the Swans. Uh, yes, the Swans. Um, that's a rough. It is pretty tough double ups for them. Yeah. Because. Uh, They've got no walk-ins. Um, no, none of those games are walk in the park. The uh, North and the Melbourne ones, if they're going to play finals, they need to win those double-ups. Yeah. Well, n- Melbourne's a, g- a great um, litmus test for them because they're sort of at the same period of their development. Yeah. And mm. they've got those young guns just ready. Um, they're probably a year or two older at St Kilda than they are at Melbourne. Yeah, I thought they were um, thought they were around the same being a Melbourne sport, uh, being yeah. that they are sort of around the same level. And mm. then we played, uh, Melbourne played, Carlton in the JLT and smashed them yes. 60 to 120 or whatever it was and then yep. St Kilda played them after that and absolutely demolished them yeah. so I sort of looked at it and went they might be a bit ahead yeah. of us I think it's very similar in the way that uh, they've come up at the same time like Hickey is a good ruckman he's yep. uh, under underestimated I think a lot of the time he's no Max Gorn yeah but um, he dominated yesterday against Sydney yeah that's, he's, he's gonna have a breakout year I think yeah. um, Revolt being a brilliant player He's just uh, not a player you can hope to have. He's a once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah, but he's actually now a little bit of a luxury because yeah. of mm. their yep. forward line. Yep. So Look at Membry. He's a, playing on yeah. the wing. Yeah. Josh Bruce. You well, got that's actually, just it. Um, will St Kilda play him in the midfield? Yep. Or, I reckon. Put him on the wing, I reckon. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. The old yeah. Richo role. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because, like you said, Membry's been one that's kind of forgotten with Bruce coming through and also Weller doing some things in the forward line yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They've still got some talent there to back it up as well. So they've got, like I said, a luxury. Yeah, Paddy McCartan. Who... Jack Billings, he's had a, a few good games too. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. That's how they were playing him last season. Um, yeah. You know, that they had Rue going all up and down all around the ground. Yeah. And he's done that his whole career, yeah. which is just yeah. run everyone off he'll, their bloody he'll, Exactly, he'll run himself ragged. And he, he just kept doing that. And then, you know, he, he, I, I, I almost was ready to tip him for the Brownlow the way he was going yeah. early in the season. Yeah, there was so a what, of, you could be, was could it injuries that, that sort of held yeah. him back a bit His leg. In, around the middle of the season. Then yeah. he came back, and then the last was it the last game of the season he, he kicked yeah. nine. Yeah. Nine it, goals had. It was a bit of an all-star game. Positions, yeah. two hundred marks, and I don't know what was. And going he could have on. only had one leg at that point. Yeah, because remember that photo of mid-season where his legs side by side, and one was twice the size of the other one. It was just the ridiculous. Knee, yeah. It looks looked like a fake leg. Um, and they, I think they showed the, the amount of fluid he has to drain after yeah. every game. Hmm. Um, I think the good thing that St Kilda have done is they've given uh, Rewalt what he should be, and that is, you tell us when you're finished. Yeah. Yeah. He can have he can play next year if he wants to. Yep. Whether he wants to or not is you know a, another thing. But they've said you know you've bled for the club. You've been here when we were good, and you've been here when we were shit. 
and yeah. he's still here, guarantee he's being offered bigger money elsewhere throughout his career. Oh, sure. Um, so they've gone, you know what? You tell us when it's time, Ru. Um, and that's really good to see because he's not costing them flags. He's not costing anybody else a spot. Yeah. He's good enough. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's oh, not it's just too easy. His, his yeah. versatility means that he's not a stay-at-home forward. So no, exactly. he would get pushed out of that spot. Yep. He's yep. not a half-backman or something. He, you know, might get pushed out yeah. of that spot. It's kind of his versatility means that you can just use him wherever you yeah. need him at any point of a game. Yep. You know, if your back line's having trouble, you drop him back there. Your forward line's not getting some goals through, move him back up there, play him on the wing. He's, exactly. That's, bloody dangerous to have a player of that caliber is just a luxury yeah and you force the other team to have to adjust and to cover him because he's a very hard person to cover yeah. when he's not just playing that true forward line role yeah. like yeah. if you've if you got him down back and you, your forward line has to be accountable for him pushing through lines as well which otherwise he'll tear you apart yeah. he's, he's like, like a cheat code player like yeah. if you're playing yeah. PlayStation you're like alright make him tall make him yeah. run all day <laughs> make him take marks kick goals fucking everything like Michael Vick <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah you can max out everything except you're going to have to drain one stat He's just, just like, uh, I don't know, like injuries or something like Injury. that. Like, no, <laughs> left, left knee. Set shots on goal. Yeah, yeah, true. Let's actually. be honest. They're not yeah. that great. Yeah. But you know, we've said that about a lot of um, key position f- forwards in the past, like Casbolt, uh, Cloak. Um, Wait. <laughs> Wait, Jerry Wait. Um, and so the obvious um, solution is to take them out of the goal square. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've said for all the others, put them to centre-half back and see what they can do. Yeah. With Rewalt, they've done it. They've put him on the wing. Yeah. Um, and he's still going to kick right. goals. Yeah. yeah. But even when you say that, he's not that bad a shot at goal. So he's not... No, he's not Kaz- cloak level. Or he's not in the Casbolt no. sort exactly. of category. He's like, oh man, that that's missed a couple. But he's taking marks that no one else can get to. Exactly. He's doing yeah. things like that. So, you know, it, yeah, he's... It's, it's a weakness in compa- mm. in comparison to his huge abilities in other yeah. areas. Well, when yeah. you're shooting for goal, you, the supporters are saying he should get this. Whereas with Cloak, they just close their eyes yeah. and go, <laughs> fuck, this could go anywhere. Well, the other thing as well with their double-ups is that you've got two big teams, West Coast and Swans, so interstate yep. teams. And one thing we've noticed is that interstate teams haven't really got their head around how to play Eddie had properly. Yep. So I'm, I'd like to see how they can play on the return leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see the return leg of those games and see how they play at Eddie Had Stadium. Because I think the the Saints will be a sneaky just get those ones through um, and I think you were saying before Ricky that uh, Melbourne haven't beaten Saints at Eddie had in, in the best part of a decade or, or yeah, thereabouts that, it's just been insane yeah um, but you, you're right it's how these uh, interstate sides play Eddie had against Saints but I think more importantly is how Saints travel because yep. I think last year their losing margin average away from home was closer to 10 goals damn um, so you know there's been a few times where Teams have got out in front and have gone, oh, fuck this. Yeah. You look at West Coast in that uh, season, they got beaten by Hawthorne in the grand final. You might remember that. 2015. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they they got the majority of their wins with home games. So, yep. Yep. you know, the power of that's, you know, it, get, it gets you a long way and then you just have to eke out a few in the the travel. Exactly. Was that, was yep. that before or after Sam Mitchell, West Coast legend, won a Brownlow? <laughs> well, it was around that era. It was both before and after. <laughs> Interesting enough. Um, it was Schroeder's uh, Brownlow medal. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, so who's going to have a big year for the Saints? Well, my inside knowledge tells me that one to watch out is Blake Akers. Yeah. Uh, I think that what St. Kilda have done is there's three main points that they've fixed their, well, they've attempted to fix their backline holes they have. Time will tell how that works out, but they've done everything right. Also, they need tough inside mid players to can free up their playmakers. I think Akers and Steele are two of the ones they've got in to do that role. Um, Akers finished off last year pretty strong. He was averaging 22 disposals over the last five games yep. um, against tough teams. And so that allows like, Armitage and Stevens to be able to play a little bit on the outer and not have so much attention on them. So he's one to look out for, and Jack Steele as well. For me, it's Hickey. Um, I think he he could really set the tone there. If he can um, pretty much look at what Max Gorn's doing and go, all right, I'll do that, they could have a very good season. Yeah. We know he's a Jet already, but uh, Jack Steven, uh, if you haven't seen, he's got a nice moustache and a mullet thing going on at the moment. And uh, I think... I think that look just tells you he's ready to go to another level. <laughs> the Fraser Garrick look. It worse, I think. Yeah, I'll put down Hickey as well. Um, and like we keep saying with some of the other ones, the changes in the ruck rules means ruckmen are going to be even more important this year than they have ever been. Yep. Um, and the way he dominated, again, it was only a preseason, and I hate putting too much stock in preseason form, but he dominated against Sydney yesterday, not just in the hitouts. I think he was um, the leading possession getter. Yeah, um, to have your ruckman being your leading possession getter, um, and then be able to hit the scoreboard as well, gee, that adds a few strings to your bow. Yeah, well, I think with the rule changes, what we are going to see this year is a very, very important ruck position. Yeah, like, across the whole thing. Yeah. So ruckmen that can uh, that can move and get their own ball are going to be so valuable. So if a ruckman goes down and they don't have backup, it's going to hurt a lot of teams. And I think if Hickey can stay injury free, they're going to look very good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. if he starts to develop some sort of niggle. He's at the right age too for a ruckman to emerge. Exactly, he, yeah. He's no. been around for a few years, so. Does um, anyone know their depth, the, their ruck depth? Short. Short, very, very short. Yeah, yeah. they don't have much, yeah. which is why I think it was such a revelation. Yeah. Um, played out of his skin. Uh, better than what I expected him to do. Uh, but and that's what he needs, another backup from him. Another one they got is Jay Gresham. He's a second-year player. I made his debut last year, obviously. Um, he played TSC Cup. I think he was captain of Northern Territory or somewhere yeah. like that. Who did he kick the winning goal against? Was that Geelong? Yeah, I can't remember. Well, can't remember who it was, but um, bit of a freak guy. Yeah, and he was he came through the ranks as a midfield player, but uh, during the JLT they've been looking at a small forward role for him yep. because obviously the midfield is kind of filled out a bit now. So he'll be absolute absolute gun. Still needs to like be a bit more efficient with his kicking or decision making. Like he still had a fair few clangers last year, but he's one to definitely keep an eye on. That's going to be one who didn't quite make the midfield role, but might find himself finding his role in the forward line as a small forward. Well, we haven't touched on uh, Lee Montagna either so much at the moment. I, I think he's really a, a very much a um, yardstick by how the team goes. Yeah. Um, fantastic player. Um, yep. And if he can actually, you know, take that next step and uh, play a bit more of a leadership role, yeah. I think they could uh, do very well. well his age, you're probably actually wanting to see him pushed out of the team. Yeah, well, hope so. true. You know, so. If he plays 12 games... Yeah. Um, I think that's not a bad thing for, yeah. for the Saints. But he made himself useful last year. Because when we were watching yeah. the games, you noticed he 
he'd be the player that should be the second person to receive the ball from a, a goal kick out. Yeah. Whereas because they were so thin in the back line, he'd have to push all the way back just to fix up the fuck-ups they were making yeah. around the full back line. And so you can see him get pissed off, like, this isn't my role. This yeah. isn't what I should be doing. I should be receiving this and we should be going out and, and pushing forward. And so I think now that they've got the Carlisle back and they've got their back line possibly sorted out, watch him to be able to play much more of a proper midfield role, not have to go yeah. back and, and pick up. The, the backline rolls running off Nathan yeah. Brown and, and yeah. Jake, uh, and the same goes for Robertson as well. Robertson, he can do that. Yeah, um, and running out this year with a new captain as well. Um, oh yeah, very interesting right. for uh, for the Saints. So uh, Rui's um, handed it over. Yep. Um, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes without that extra burden. He can just enjoy his last season yeah. Or, or, yeah. or two seasons, um, uh, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, so who's on the chopping block then um, for for the Saints? Well, like we mentioned, um, it's going to be tough getting that uh, backline roles for Sam Gilbert and um, Sean Dempster. Um, Dempster might have, have first crack because, um, um, oh, sorry, uh, Gilbert might get first crack because he's a bit younger. Uh, so he might be able to be a more malleable going into that role. Um, but it's always going to be tight because they've got Nathan Brown in as well. So yeah. I, I think him and Dempster, one's going to be having to prove their worth in that backline. But you never know. If those recruits come in aren't very good, it could make uh, Dempster and, and Gilbert look better. Well, because of age, it's Montagna as well, I'd say. Uh, um, it's, just, it's a farewell tour for, for Montagna. Yeah. yeah. I hate to say it, though, because he's been a pretty damn good player for yeah, them. Yeah. He's undersized mm. sort of a guy who's played exactly. with incredible toughness and everything like that. You're like, actually, you know, as a Melbourne supporter, he, I've seen him give us a, a lot of hell over the years. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real problem for us, he's usually. To... Um, so, you know... Be sad to see him on the way out, but that's when you know your team's doing well. When, when that's a exactly that right. And, and he walks into a media career straight yeah. away. He's, yeah. he's really good. I, I really like him in, on uh, when he does his uh, his bits on seven and nine. Hopefully, he'll take Brian Lake's job because he's shit. Actually, I, I quite like Brian Lake. He was shit the first week, but afterwards, when he was actually saying um, like tactics and and what they do, I thought he was really interesting. Yeah. Maybe not as a boundary rider, but yeah. Um, I had a chat it. to him at the AFL MVP night, and he was doing a little bit of thing on the side there and you know cocaine on, cocaine. On, yeah. <laughs> and those sorts of things he, he adds something that the other players him and uh, Cooney actually they, yeah. they yep. sort of do yep. something that a lot of ex-players don't do in the media you know they don't they're honest yeah, yeah. I don't like <laughs> it as boundary true. rider when they, the footy's on and stuff like yep. that but when yeah. you're outside footy they they Yep. They get a bit of entertainment going and things like that. Yeah. Well, Lake, Lake looks like someone you can sit down, have a beer with, and a, and a laugh. You know what I mean? It'll yeah, be just, easy yeah, conversation. Yeah. Just not too many. Well, no. I, I mean, you'd have a lot of beers <laughs> and a lot of laughs. That's exactly what I'm getting at. So, Cooney, I think it'd be a great bloke to have a beer with. I'm worried with Lakey, you'd end up you know, hijacking a crane or something. Well, I mean, that's, that's yeah, par yeah. for most AFL teams. Hey, Do it for the yet, story. Yeah. Ending up at Dane Swan's house. <laughs> <laughs> or Dane Swan's pub. <laughs> Needing an alibi. <laughs> um, I've put down uh, Jason Holmes as well. Um, yeah. Only because he's been around for a little while, yeah. And, you know, great story, the American import and yep. everything. And seems like a, a fantastic guy. But there's only so many years you can go on with an experiment before you have to show your worth. Yeah. Uh, like Jack Gore disagrees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the other end of the, of the spectrum where he's had six years now. Yeah. And I think he's in trouble this year. Whereas Jason Holmes, I think it's been, this would be his third year or fourth year. To be around um, there, yeah, yeah. So you've got to start, th- okay, it, it's great. It's a great story. It's great PR. Um, he's an absolute monster of a human. Yeah. Um, athleticism. Human. Yeah, yeah. Amazing athletic. quotation marks. Um, and I think the couple of games he has played, he's has not been tentative at all. Yeah. He has yeah. dived in head first, and that's yeah. fantastic. But the footy smarts have got to come. 
yeah. even for a ruckman. Well, that's why I'm wondering what they're sort of weighing that against for like the PR marketing uh, benefits of uh, side of things as well. Yeah. Like how much do they actually get over on that side of things compared to, I mean, oh, their amount of American members must be. <laughs> well, right. I think well, AFL Live Pass has, has got yeah. at least 10, 10 new members. <laughs> the rule change is going to help him out too. With a bloke his size, yeah. he knows he's yeah. not yeah. having yeah, to worry about the one. Yep. Uh, he just has to look at the bloke in front of him and scare the shit out of him, which yep. know, there's going to be a few ruckmen who are going to be short. Like we said, ruck stocks aren't thick. At, mm. uh, at the Saints. So he's going to get an opportunity. I mean, if I was at Saints, I'd still give him one more year anyway, yep. regardless. But um, if he took that next step up, it's certainly going to help his cause. Yeah, yeah. And the sneaky name around St Kilda, I reckon, is Seb Ross as well. He's, yeah. He's a player who bobs up and plays lethal games from mm. time to time, yep. which, again, they, they're kind of at this point where they've got some guys that can have the luxury of, of doing yeah. it. Yeah. And when you look at how they've managed to uh, acquire draft picks for the future... Some people, well, got to be, set up. some people got to be pretty nervous about what their role is going to be going forward because the Saints have done very, very well over the trade season without actually getting a, tra- a pick in like this current draft. Well, I think they've got, in this coming up draft, they've got Hawthorne's first pick. Yep. Um, and Hawthorne are going to slide down the ladder compared to what... They won't be top four. Exactly, yeah. Um, so that pick you know, potentially can be another top ten pick. Yep. Um, which, which just really says that St Kilda were very shrewd at the trade table. And, you know, um, mm. I think from memory the trade that they made to secure that pick was sort of within 15 minutes yep. know, from um, when they opened the door to when the deal was signed yeah well it was um, coming down the crunch and that's what played yeah. in favour as well they of course knew it that, did. that uh, Hawks needed Jaeger but and... you, you still got to have the balls to make that move yep yeah. um, even if it is uh, falling into your lap yep um, which says that the back of house stuff they, which they've needed to sort out yep. um, they've done really well with yeah well that's pretty much they've finally done what Mark and Blight told them to do fucking ages ago <laughs> <laughs> They got him sacked. <laughs> well, um, I'm sure there's lots more that got him sacked too. <laughs> uh, we got more on the chopping block there. I, I think the coach is safe. Obviously, they've been building nicely. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Look, worst case scenario, things falls out. He's not going to lose his job. Yeah. Well, I, I still think um, finals is what they're aiming for. Yeah. But if they fall short again, do the Richmond finish ninth? I don't think that puts uh, a shit ton of pressure on nah. the coach. No. But what you want is that with that strengthened mid-tier uh, talent they've got, you want people to be fighting for those spots. So you want the Chopping blocks to be pretty busy. I'm going to see that happen. Yeah, year, and so too. one of the things it'll be interesting to see how Brown goes in a new team now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a bit more of a leadership role as well. I'm guessing this team. So that's I think that's going to be sort of the linchpin of where everyone else fall into place because they've definitely got talent there. They're going to be um, you know there or thereabouts to to play full time senior roles. You do talk about Brown a fair bit, but there's a reason I think Collingwood let him walk. Yeah, and his disposal is questionable. Yeah, in this game the way it's played now, you you want to try and get out of the back line with some average disposals mm. and you end up like Collingwood did exactly, last yeah. year, which is just turning the ball over yeah. left, right and centre. So, you know, maybe he'll work out for him, maybe be a liability. Yep. Well, there's plenty of... Unfortunately, there's a shit ton of backmen with shit disposal quality. Um, a, a backman who can hit targets is worth the weight in gold. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe they can turn him into that. I, I would like to see it because I want to see no that's possible yeah but I think that's what puts um, Sam Gilbert under pressure because he's the same thing like his mm. decision making and disposal yeah. can be atrocious at times um, vickery like yeah. <laughs> um, so him and Brown is going to be interesting because I, I don't think you can afford to have both in the same side for that reason yeah uh, so where do we see him finishing in 2617 well I've got them making quite a improvement up to six spot I think uh 
all things, if they can keep their injuries to a minimum and their potential is shown with the players that, uh, or they build on the potential they sh- showed last year, and players like Billings, Nunes, um, Ross and Dunstan, they're the ones that have got to keep on improving. The ones that already showed they've got it. So if that mid-tier talent keeps up, I think they can make a strong run in the finals, um, backed by a, a pretty decent draw as well. See, I've got them 11th because I think uh, this is going to be pretty much a 12-month preseason for them. Right. They're not going to try and um, run the guts that I've ever, like, you know, uh, win every match they're just going to say alright our window's not open yet we know it so we're just going to build and build until we can get the draft picks get the team we want and just really make a fair hammer of it actually I'd like to actually pick them 8th 6th 8th that region just yeah, yeah but we've got competition on this so it's going <laughs> to matter in the end um, I've got them finishing ninth, but at the same time it would not surprise me if they went higher Yeah. Um, because God, you don't like to say it, but they're almost like the Bulldogs last year. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly they're, right. They don't have that absolute guns. Yeah. Um, Rewalt's an absolute gun, but he's you know obviously 34 or whatever he is. Yeah. But, geez, they're, they're mid-tier players. There are a lot of them, and there is a lot of potential there. Yep. A good uh, average. So what might yeah. be a good yardstick is seeing how their VFL team actually pulls through. Who's their VFL team? I don't even know. Do they have one? Sandringham? Sandringham, Dragons, yeah. The Dragons, yeah. 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 See how they go, because generally the Bulldogs, they had a very good VFL squad, and they've finally started uh, uh, realising that. Hawks have always had a very strong Box Hill squad, and so that's played their benefit to be able to have people competing and drop people back, and not losing too much in experience and and training when you drop them back to to the lower squad. So, yeah, maybe that could be the yardstick. But I think their age demographic, their demographics are just right now. They're coming into it, so if it's not this year, like... Um, if we're doing a 2018 um, yeah. primer, finals 100% has to be there. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'm going to throw them in at seventh only because I think they're just they're a little bit above Melbourne. Yeah, I called Melbourne at eighth. So, <laughs> they, yeah, that's that's yep. maths uh, checks out. Yeah, that's right. Just a little bit above. Yep. But gee, it's been a great build since uh, Richardson's come across, though. It has been. And, and especially with everything else that's been going on in AFL, they've been just doing, going about the business really quietly, which must help not having that pressure on you as well. Sydney style. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, exactly. but any, watchable. Any way any team works is you've got to hit on the high draft picks. Yep. You've got to get those right. Yep. If you're not getting them right, you're pretty much screwed. Yep. And then you've got to find talent in other places. And, you know, exactly. I think Wellard. The way he played yeah, last no, well, year yeah, yeah. bloody yeah. impressive. And well, they just got guys that are... You know, I don't know where he was drafted. Maybe he was a first-round pick yeah. anyway. But, <laughs> you know, he's from West Australia as well, so they got some talent from out of there that's actually going to yeah. stay in Victoria, which is always tough yeah. to do. And if he convinces his brother to come across, yeah. I mean, they're laughing. Yep. But you, you make a good point there with their high draft picks, and Paddy McCartan was their uh, big draft pick, um, who, if Thank not... <laughs> if not for some head knocks, we would have seen more of him last year. Yeah. But now, if you got him and Josh Bruce both firing, jeez, yeah, that's a dangerous well. forward line. Yeah, it's very. Um, dangerous. You just got to get him to fire. See, Tim yep. Membry just sounds like he should be a Liberal senator. Just with that name, <laughs> does, doesn't it? Tim Membry, senator for Parks. <laughs> Although obviously he wouldn't quite fit in with that demographic. <laughs> Probably why he's got all them tats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think it's going to be another positive year for the Saints uh, and maybe building to something even bigger in the future. But uh, I think that'll do us. Saints, yep. we look good? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's going to look good for them. Good luck. All right. Cheers. Peace. Bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.